You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Art Smart from Who Arted. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. Whether you're an artist or an art lover, I am here to help you be a more thoughtful creator and consumer of the visual arts. I don't know, does that sound pretentious enough? Today we're going to focus on space. Space is one of those terms that we use so frequently it seems incredibly basic and obvious. Still, space is far more expansive than is immediately apparent. Space is the place perceived by the viewer. Positioning and proportions can help to create an illusion of a three-dimensional space. Things closer to the viewer will appear to be larger, and generally they will be positioned farther from the horizon line. Things farther away will look smaller and generally closer to the horizon line. When creating a work in linear perspective, an artist will often use a vanishing point, or multiple vanishing points, as a guide to create a realistic sense of space. The idea is, if things close to us look big, and things farther away look small, the vanishing point is the point where things are so far away, they look so small, they just vanish or disappear from our view. Another way we might think of space is in terms of positive and negative space. I try to be an optimist and focus on the positive. The positive space is what most of us focus on in a work of art. It is the shapes and forms that an artist is creating. The negative space is the space around those shapes and forms. Many modern abstract artists will do things playing around with the positive and negative space in their works. One way of creating figure ground play or an ambiguous situation where the viewer cannot tell what is in the foreground and what is in the background is to create shapes that run off the edges of an abstract composition. When shapes are only partially visible and running off the edges, the viewers have less context to determine what is the positive space and what is the negative space. This ambiguity is further enhanced when other elements are missing. When an artist presents flat fields of color without shifts in value, texture, or other details, the viewer has less information and their eye can go back and forth between perceiving one thing as positive space and the other as negative space. A famous example of this type of play is the old optical illusion of two white faces in profile, or a black cup or vase. If you're unfamiliar with this classic illusion, you can find it linked in the show notes. Now, there are always different ways that an element might be interpreted, and part of the challenge in art is figuring out how all these elements work in new ways as they're employed in a unique composition. But here's your cheat sheet on space. When we're talking about space in a composition, we often talk about foreground, middle ground, and background. The foreground is things that are closest to us, they're in the front of the picture plane. The background is things that are in the back, and shockingly enough, the middle ground is referring to things that are sort of in the middle distance. Things that are closer to us in the foreground are usually going to look larger, and they're going to be positioned farther away from the horizon line. Things that are farther away from the viewer, things in the background, will usually look smaller and closer to the horizon line. 
Another technique that artists will use to create a sense of space in a composition is a technique called atmospheric perspective, which was pioneered by the artist Leonardo da Vinci. One of the ideas behind atmospheric perspective is that things closer to the viewer are going to look brighter, bolder, and generally higher contrast. They'll also be more detailed and in sharper focus. Things in the background are going to look a little bit fuzzy and a little bit out of focus. You might present less detail on elements in the background. Another thing is things that are farther away from the viewer are generally going to look a little bit more pale and blue because of the way that light scatters through the atmosphere. Another strategy an artist can use to create a sense of depth is overlapping, having one thing go on top of another. One thing being in front of something else and obscuring our view of something else will help to create a more realistic sense of depth. And remember, every work of art has both the positive space and the negative space. A skilled artist will focus not only on the positive space consisting of the shapes and forms that they're creating, but they'll also focus on the negative space, the space around those shapes and forms, and make sure that every inch of the composition is the best it can be. Thanks for listening. If you found this tolerable, please do me a favor, follow and rate the show on Spotify or your favorite app. If you'd like to find more, you can check out my other podcast, Who Arted, available for free wherever you listen, and the website, whoartedpodcast.com.